That was kind of weird. Welcome to Are We There Yet? An exploration and education in anime. I'm your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I'm an anime expert, Dee Hollander. And I'm Brennan McCullough, your spirit of a historical battleship possessing a young anime girl. There's not a joke intro this week because there's nothing dumber than what this show's actually about. Is it? Ugh, is this like? God. Is it like fate, but for tanks? I don't know what fate is, but yes. Oh, the Fate <laughs> series, you know, with all of the the girls who are also like King Arthur or whatever. What? I like I know of it. I've never watched oh. it. So from what I gather, yeah, I, that's it. So. I worked on that show and I don't know anything about it. <laughs> There's also another anime out there that's about like warriors from the Romance of the Three Kingdoms era that are all like the Dynasty Warrior games being possessed by those spirits. So um. in so like there's we got the 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 Ghost genre. of Tui. We got Ghost of Tui with like games and sports. We got that mm-hmm. one with like Yu-Gi-Oh and the Go series. And then there's a whole other like sub subgenre of Ghost of Tui's where it's just <laughs> like warrior things possessing anime girls, so they can just have anime girls fighting instead of just having anime girls fighting because. We can't have that. Can't have female agency in an anime. No siree. It's no. got to be possessed by the no. spirit of a battleship? No wrestling yeah. club. No, never. <laughs> Not allowed. So yeah, uh, super built up. Uh, high <laughs> expectations. Gonna uh-huh. love it. Great. Uh-huh. Good stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I, of course, know nothing about it. Uh, we still haven't even said the name of the yeah, show. I was waiting oh, to see yeah. who would say it. <laughs> If the episode title hasn't shown you already, we're watching Kantai Collection or Can Coley. Mm. Oh boy, great, mm. good stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I know nothing about it because why would? would I? <laughs> uh, Dana, it doesn't sound like you know anything about it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, Brendan, where? Explain yourself. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> I don't know shit either. I heard about this when it came out, the anime, because uh, it's such a novel idea. Why wouldn't the internet be talking about it? And I was like, well, let me see what this is about. Let me watch this anime for a bit. I got one episode in, I was like, I'm good. I'm done. But like... Tapping it, out. That's enough for me. And you I'm know if Brendan taps out after episode one, it's gotta that's, be good. You know that's yeah. some premium content. So glad you made us commit to... Uh, <laughs> Two more. <laughs> <laughs> Two more so, episodes. Two more someone episodes. Who genuinely enjoyed Ultimate Wrestling and Zatch Bell. You know this is some garbage. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just such a weird ass premise. It like drew my interest, and I know nothing about uh, Kantai Collection. Apparently, it's a bigger franchise. Uh, looking it up, it is apparently a free to play web browser game. Good sign. Uh, and then it got so much attention, it became uh, a game you could actually buy, and then a manga series, and a light novel series, mm. and a tabletop RPG series, and a PlayStation Vita game. You know, the Vita. The most so successful it, console. It wasn't <laughs> the even... The most appropriate console for this to be. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even that this show was made to make a game, it was that they shoehorned a story into a game. Can't wait! 
<laughs> yeah, they took all those cutscenes from those browser-based games we all played in uh, school when we were bored and pretending to be on the computer doing work, uh, and they tried to make a story out of that. So uh, <laughs> we'll see. Can't wait. Uh, getting real excited for my uh, new upcoming series, Kitten Cannon. So <gasps> watch that. Watch that on the horizon. Go on. <laughs> I'm already invested. What's your kitten uh, can of soda? Uh, speaking of on the horizon, that's where I'm running to. So uh, uh, chase me down and try to make me watch this. Bye. Get him. Get him. Get him. Get him. He's not like getting away. weird like underground secret occultic society we have where we meet once a week and just drink a small amount of poison trying to greatly like gain immunity to it (laughs) all right we're doing this yep (sighs) all right a little part of me died today is that us coming back from break that sounds like us coming back from break (laughs) (laughs) we don't have anything better to come back with yeah, yeah, there's we don't no need, better way good. to introduce this show. We'll we'll just uh, uh, our break was about two seconds, but oh, we just got in one. We're getting into it. Let's talk about this. We're, we're in peak four. Oh, oh boy, hey, you know what? Are we there eating now? We're just getting this. This yeah. episode is, you know, all episodes are one take, but this one is unedited. This this one's just raw. We're going raw, baby. <laughs> I I uh, said it last week. We had a good run for a bit. We had a good few decent shows. Like I gotta fuck things up a bit. We gotta, you know, <laughs> you really gotta appreciate the few food once you get food poisoning. And like yeah. this is this is the cleansing of the palate and your bowels. Uh. So let's we'll start with episode one. <laughs> it starts off with some black and white footage of the ocean. The camera zooming around. And it's got some weird religious sounding monologue going on top of it. I don't. I was really paying attention already. And yeah, we can just uh, real quick at the top say a lot of this does not fucking matter. So we yeah. were not as detailed in our note taking as we normally are because why? God, because who cares? Who cares? <laughs> who cares? Uh, and then we get some anime sea monster girls. They're anime, so you know they got some big old titties just for no reason. <laughs> and they're just yeah. standing out in the middle of the ocean with nothing around them. And the voiceover narrator was saying, like, the abyssal monsters drove humanity out of the ocean. And I'm thinking, why were we in the ocean? That's yeah, not where humanity if these, lives. If these hot anime monsters came from the ocean, this is their territory. Let them have it. Yeah. We can't breathe in there. God, our fucking hubris. <laughs> it's like saying shark-infested waters. They're not shark-infested. The sharks live there. <laughs> <laughs> That's their living room. Chill. It's like, hey, you know what? <laughs> Fuck those birds. I'm going up in that sky. I'm claiming the sky back for humans. It's like, it was never ours to begin with. It's like, it's Bird ours now. Bird law. Bird law. If we have to dress up like we're going into space to in, to just live in this environment, it's not ours. It's not ours. We, we have no ownership. We can't claim it at all. Who cares? Stop. <laughs> And then anyway. I took the quote. Anyway, I took a quote. The narrator says, They were girls that possessed the spirit of warships in years past. They were known as fleet girls. That's the show. That's, that's the, the entire front. That's it. That's it. We're done. And I love that the narrator sounds just fucking exhausted with everything. There's no emotion in this, like, delivery. It's just like, they're fleet girls. 
It's like, thank you. That's what I thought. The narrator sounded like she didn't fucking care. She was just like, seriously? This is what this show is about? Yeah, they got the script and they're like, ah, fine, come on, man. Uh, I need my $75. (laughs) It probably was only an hour. (laughs) Uh, I can buy groceries this week, so uh, who cares about my reputation now? (laughs) So we see some of the fleet girls skating around on the ocean because they're like actually on like roller skates before the ocean and they're fighting some of the abyssals, which are the sea monsters. And it's just anime girls in the anime school uniforms. But they just got weird hunks of just metal and boat parts on them, like, strapped to their back and all along their arms and, like, on their feet and stuff. And it's like, what if we had a mech show where they fought in the ocean against sea monsters? But instead of the girls piloting the mechs, the girls are the mechs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. it's about middle school play costume design of, like, how do we make this girl a battleship? Uh, just, uh, put some, like, cardboard, like, cannons on her arm? Yeah, sure? Okay. I got this rice cooker. Can we just strap it to her back? Yeah, fuck it. Why not? <laughs> so, one of my favorites is, um, we cut back to, like, the mainland with a young girl watching the planes fly out. Um, but one of my favorites is while they're battling, we see... These, like, archery girls who are the fleet carrier ships, and they shoot, like, they have, like, old-style traditional Japanese longbows, and they shoot the arrow from the bow, and in flight, the arrow bursts into flames and turns into planes, like, tiny planes that shoot the monsters. And I'm just like, yeah, why not? Fucking why not? (laughs) I'll be honest, the only credit I'll give this show, I kind of like that. I kind of like that was a, a good representation of, like, how do we do aircraft carriers rather than just throwing planes out? It's like, <laughs> oh, no, we'll fire them from the ship, like a plane launching. I'm like, okay, I'll give you that one. All right. That's the only credit you get. Well, hey, no, hold on. Now that you mentioned, I kind of would have loved a girl with just a fucking duffel bag full of planes, and she's just hawking them at the <laughs> monsters. That'd be funny. <laughs> Hot wheel attack. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that it, this show takes itself too seriously to do that, though. Um, so we get the newest transfer student check, Fubuki. She's the new girl. She's a special destroyer type ship. I guess if anyone likes ships, that means something to you. Um, and when she gets introduced, she talks to the commander. God forbid we ever see the commander. No, we don't see the face. We don't hear a voice. We genuinely don't know if there is a commander. Like, that character could not exist, and it would not change anything. I looked it up, and I couldn't find anything about it. Like, like, if we ever see them or not. They say he, so I presume it's the only male character in the show, but he's also not there. So I'm assuming all the men in this world are dead, and it's just ship girls now. Mm. <laughs> Which, you know. Great. Absent father <laughs> figure. Check. <laughs> Check. <laughs> Uh, so when she talks to the commander, she comes out and she's like, all right, thank you. I'll, I'll do my best. And she bumps into another girl. Mitsu- other girl. I don't care about names anymore. I'm I can't help you one. with this one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's about two dozen of them. I, who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Let's best the, friend. The title of this episode is who cares? Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> so done so fast with the show. It's a record. Uh, yeah. I'm just going to call her best friend. Uh, she shows up. And she introduces herself. It's like, oh, you're in that group? I'm in that group. Hey, we're best friends. Because we're the only ones with dialogue so far. Fantastic. 
walking around the area. It's like, oh yeah, this is the naval district as well as the school. But the naval district has like shops and like all like restaurants and all this stuff around here. So you never have to leave ever. It's like how convenient one setting. Love it. Um, and then they uh, get back to the room. They, uh, she introduced Fubuki to everyone, and I said, fucking good luck with these names, because, uh, yeah, it's just like, here's the third roommate, and then here's the other three girls in our group. Those three are all sisters. We got Mom, we got Idol, we got Jock, and... I called um, them the Orange Sisters. Yeah, they all wear the same outfits. Yeah. Um, and then, as well as those six characters, there's, yeah, roughly, like, 20 more, and it's like, no... No, Nuh-uh. they're not worth it. Not even one Ida. Like, what the fuck is this show even doing? <laughs> uh, so we cut back to the fleet girls out in the ocean fighting, and we see them cutting back to, like, their headquarters with the, like, secretary ship and their uh, boss ship, I forget the actual title of it, like, coordinating the attack and strategizing and directing them where to go. Uh, and then we cut back to Fubuki being shown around more, and she, uh, they ask her about battles, and... Uh, no, where are my notes saying? Fubuki asks about the battles, and the other two say the more senior girls tend to finish off the battles before they even get there. So they're kind of the underdogs who don't have quite a bit of experience, but they still help out sometimes because they're so passionate and plucky. They love war. Yeah! <laughs> love to murder some weird whale teeth. <laughs> Got so much teeth. Um, they go to see the carrier ships who are the archery girls and Fubuki's just kind of like freaking out like oh my god they're so hot it's like calm down nerd um, <laughs> yeah so we see them shooting archery like bows and arrows and we see the arrows turning into planes and it's like that's neat and at like one point I forget what episode it is I think it's are. we see them shoot the arrow it turns into a plane and then in the plane we see a little chibi pilot being giving like a thumbs up <gasps> like you got it chief and it's like what the fuck's going on here who wow. are these tiny people in my arrows they make life are you creating life what, <laughs> what is this mini civilization i have so many questions um so yeah but she sees the archery girls and she gets like really obsessive about one girl in particular uh agaki and she's just like oh man she's just the bee's knees she's so neat it's like we get it you're gay calm down <laughs> hold it together uh, and then afterwards, they go up for fruit parfaits, and they're just gigantic piles of fruit and crayons. Like, this, my teeth hurt just looking at this. I don't get why this was a thing. I'm guessing, I'm guessing that's like a t- uh, item you can buy in the game, in the browser game for your girls to like replenish health. So that's may why I just this say, is, mm-hmm. everybody likes parfaits. Everyone loves parfaits. <laughs> parfaits are great. Uh, but I assume this is just like a in-game gotcha element where it's like you can buy this for girls and that's why there's so much detail on this particular food item and nothing else. Yeah, now that you've uh, let us know it was from a browser game, some of the elements make more sense. Yeah. <laughs> Still hate it, but... Mm, <laughs> yeah. uh, while they're getting parfaits, they no- notice two other girls and one of them is just like, I'm enjoying my parfait. And the other one's like, don't look at my girlfriend, I'll fucking bite your neck out. And it's like, whoa, Okay. Uh, and then while they're eating parfaits, a siren goes off. Oh no, what happened? Uh, all the girls lined up and the commander comes out on a speaker and says that the fleet they found, what? That a fleet found what they believe is the enemy base and that they're going to attack it, hoping to destroy the abyssals once and for all. Great. Well, first episode, plot's over. Love this. Done. <laughs> Quick and easy. Fubuki uh, sheepishly admits that this is actually going to be her first time in battle. 
She's like, what do you mean it's your first combat experience? It's like, I haven't done it before. I'm at the school to learn about how to fight in battles. Why would I have done this before? So uh, we see them going down in an elevator, and they all jump on these launch pads that get them all geared up. This is the weird, tr- probably the weirdest transformation sequence I've seen in a while. Of just having, <laughs> like, a full, like, exhaust stack, like, strapped to their back, and then, like, torpedo launchers strapped to their thighs and stuff. It's like, huh, all right. Might as well. There's no fun sparkles. What's the point? <laughs> it's, a, it's very gray and dreary. It's all metal. It's like, ugh, where's the color? Where's the fun? Yeah, like, even their, like, uniforms are very muted colors. It's like, hey, we're all the things for battle are going to be gray and military. Can we have, like, some fun with the palette? No? no. Uh, cool. Uh, cool. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> and we see uh, they're all skating out into the ocean, and Fubuki's having the trouble just staying up and falling over as she's skating around. And uh, they come across a giant sea monster, and most of these sea monsters are just weird black lumpy blobs with teeth. And then when they're, when the monsters attack, they got big old chompers so they can open their mouth and shoot the gun that's in their mouth. Because, yeah, mm-hmm. why not? Mm-hmm. Gunfish. Sure. Right. <laughs> I hate looking at them. It's real unpleasant. <laughs> um, so they start shooting. They shoot off their little wrist rockets. And they got like little torpedoes on the sides and all this stuff shooting out. And then um, you see they're all struggling to fight. They're having they're having a rough time, but Fubuki's more nervous than all of them because she's inexperienced. And we get shots of the other fleets fighting as well, so it's a bigger battle, not just this one group. And we see Fubuki's group approach the enemy base, and uh, she gets ambushed. And she's about to be attacked by a big old fish monster. But then a plane flies in and destroys it. It's the archery girls, high diggity. And then, <laughs> yeah, that's where we have the shot of a little chibi pilot. I was like, what the fuck? Um, the burrowers, or borrowers, what are they? The tiny ones. Um, <laughs> and then we see the fleet girls appear, and they target the head of the, head of the abate, abyssal base. Uh, they're all crazy fish monsters with teeth and guns in their mouth, and then one of them's just an anime girl with bit, tig old bitties. It's like, guess that's the leader. Let's kill her. <laughs> yeah, there is a very weird correlation of titty size and their rank. Because <laughs> all the new girls are... Kind of just like normal teen girls, but all the high-ranking officers, all the like legendary ships yeah. are just like stacked, and it's like, uh, why is that part of your rank? The commander's yeah. a freak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's one shot of like the secretary ship and like the boss ship, I'll, like go into a classroom and instruct the other ships like what to do, and the camera angle is like a side shot of the boss ship, like in front of the blackboard. But then you just see the secretary ship's tits, like, popping into the shot. Not Nothing else of her body. Not her face, not the rest of her torso. Like, just her boobs are popping in. It's like, why this angle? Who who you said know this why is this the angle? Sh- Don't act surprised. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, like, so weird. I'm just like, we gotta have boobs in the peripheral. We gotta have them. It's like, why? <laughs> Explain yourself, sir. Um, yeah, it's weird. Uh Bus size is directly proportional to rank. And same with the abyssals. If you're a fish monster, you're cannon fodder. If you got a double Ds, you're the leader. Congrats. Um, So they're throwing everything at her, and she's got like a weird shield around her, so nothing's working. And then we just see some planes fly over and drop just a giant-ass bomb. I don't think it's a nuke, but there is a mushroom cloud. So apparently that gets the job done. And in the command room, they say the enemy base is destroyed. Great. I'm sure nothing else will happen, considering this is only episode one. Mm-hmm. 
Then we get back to the base. Ibuki's thinking about the uh, Gaki, the carrier fleet girl that she's got a crush on. And suddenly, the nameless commander approaches her. What does he say? It's a good question. No one will ever know. And then we see her run back to the dorm room and kick in the door. She's all tired from like running back because she's so excited. She's like, <laughs> I'm going to do my best so I can fight alongside of Gaki because I love her. It's like, cool, what did the commander say? I assume he, <laughs> the direct commander of the entire fleet talked to you because he had something important. It's like, no, I'm just horny for the archery girl. It's like, all right. Well, okay. Okay, good for yeah, you, Yeah, I already forgot like two seconds after he said uh, whatever it was because I'm so in love. <laughs> That's episode one. <laughs> yep. So, um, I assume I took the most notes. So, we'll see. Yeah. So, in second episode, Fubuki is up early to uh, train. She's like really motivated. She's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna do my best to be as good as Agaki." Um, and then they go to real class for the first time, and there's a bunch of characters I don't care about. Um, <laughs> One of them's got a hat. <laughs> That's the one that caught my uh, attention. <laughs> um, and it's time to learn about war, I guess. Uh, and the teacher is mean, and one girl says it's because she's single, and that's like classic anime joke. Oh, anime. Wah, wah. Oh, anime. Um, they're talking about torpedoes, and she's like... Fubuki is like super knowledgeable about this stuff, but she's also really bad at battling. Um, she's out there training, and her friends are all worried about her and her poor fighting skills. Um, and the orange sister girls are watching her train, and the secretary of something she shows up, but she's like, "Hey, how's Fubuki doing?" I don't know why they have such a vested interest in Fubuki, considering how terrible she is. Like, this was really yeah. confusing to me. There's because a line. she was the, like, quote-unquote special type battleship, she's supposed to be, like, the secret weapon, but she also fucking sucks. <laughs> so they're like, hey, um, this great, like, military asset we have is, is so inexperienced. Come yeah, on, can you be, like, helpful so we There's... all don't die, please? <laughs> I forget where it was. Someone later in this episode says, it's about Fubuki, and I wrote, yeah, apparently literally everything is, because no one gives a shit about anything <laughs> else besides her, and it's like, Nothing why? else matters. Why? <laughs> um, so, yeah, so, yeah, the secretary lady is like, yeah, she, she was assigned to your group, because her fighting type is very necessary for the future. Um, and they go get Parfaits again, and Fubuki is like, I'm so bad at this, <laughs> And then, as an excuse to hang out with Agaki... She's like, I should shadow her and and <laughs> should take note her. on what she does. And they're like, she's not even the same fighting type as you. What? <laughs> that won't help. Um, and they go to that building that she was at before to find her, but they don't see her right away. And then they hear someone. The baths are also in this building. Um, and they hear someone in the tub, but it's not her. It's a big titty blonde girl. <laughs> <laughs> Need one. Um, it's anime. Who forces Fubuki to take off her clothes and pushes her into the bath. Cool. Um, and then she she gets in the tub and she's like, wow, this is really nice. I feel like I'm refreshed. It's like in Stardew Valley when your energy is low and you go to the bathhouse and you sit in the bath and then it brings your energy back up. <laughs> bathhouse That's what that check. place does. Uh, I never knew. Yeah. 
I would just go there <laughs> to meet up with Linus. You have to sit in the bath and not move. Uh, I would just go there to meet up with Linus and, well, we don't have to talk about that. Uh, ooh. Penny's ten heart scene is in there. You go in the bath and she tells you how she feels. We're distracted by Sardin. We're distracted by Sardin. We're getting drunk. Uh, anyway, so Agake is in there. Agaki. Um, and she's popping bubble wrap, which I thought was fun and cute. I was like, oh, that reminds you that she's just a girl. Um, so she's in... for 15 hours. Yeah, she's sitting in like a special single tub because she was injured. But lucky for her, the commander sent in an instant repair bucket. Ah. So the instant repair bucket pours water into that tub, and then she's all better. Uh, the commander's go... a simp paying for a gotcha game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they go eat together, and um, maybe that's it. Hmm? Maybe that's the hmm. point. Maybe the commander is supposed to be like you. The player? Like you're supposed to see yourself uh, oh. in the commander, and that's why. Because there's not to make it gross, but there's hentai like that. I was gonna say like a hentai. <laughs> yeah, where there's no male dialogue, and it's like from the male's perspective, and <laughs> that's probably why. That makes sense. Hmm. Doesn't um, make it better, but it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but so they go eat together, and Agaki eats a whole mountain of curry, and Fubuki is like, "I think you're amazing," and she's like, "What?" <laughs> okay. Get a mouthful. Um, and her dorm pals are jealous that she got to hang out with her. Uh, and then just as Fubuki is going to bed, one of the Orange sisters, she's the oldest one, I think, she comes in and she's like, it's extra training time. It's leg day. So they go out and they <laughs> practice Fubuki's leg strength and balance. They train all night. Um, and uh, even though Fubuki doesn't get better, uh, oldest Orange sister is like, I admire your spunk. <laughs> You've got chutzpah. <laughs> I think she even <laughs> says, like, I'm impressed that you haven't gotten better at all. <laughs> Just like, wow, yeah. thank you. That's yeah. pure dedication to bullshittery. <laughs> <laughs> dedication with no skill whatsoever. So she's off to nap before class, but then the other, one of the other orange sisters Ooh. comes in and is like, hey, let's go shoot some targets. So now Fubuki is so tired that she's snoozing in class. And then the third orange sister comes in and she wants to be an idol really bad. Uh, who knows why? Um, <laughs> Gotta fill the type, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So she Got takes her outside to train her on being more confident because uh, she's got to have confidence to be on the front lines. And then there's a weird moment with the gay couple, but when, whatever. Um, <laughs> and then Fubuki is so tired that night, and she just wants to sleep, but then the oldest sister is back. And it turns out that uh -huh. the three of them were all training her, but none of them knew that each other was training her. <laughs> what a twist! Uh, what a twist, how <laughs> funny. What a fun little thing. <laughs> yeah. So Redhead Friend is like, hey, you gotta lay off, she's so tired. Um, uh, and then there's going to be another battle soon. That's what the secretary told the sisters, but Fubuki isn't ready. So they wanted to train her so she wouldn't have to transfer to another group. They don't want to huh. lose their friend. We've only known her for a day and I love her. Ah. Um, and then they go outside and Fubuki, even though she's so tired, she's doing squats. She's training. <gasps> wow. They're all proud of her for training so hard. Um, and then they're all like, yeah, we'll all help you train. And then there's a training montage that takes a really long time. <laughs> <laughs> a <bucket of> <laughs> um, <episode. laughs> 
And by the end, she's doing, like, pretty all right. Um, and then the secretary is talking to the commander, saying that there's a, an exercise for Fubuki today, and then they'll make the decision about whether she's staying in that group. Um, and it's time for her to do the thing, and she starts off strong, then she falls, and then the orange sisters tell the secretary that even though she's, like, had a rough start, She's, like, doing her best, and she takes direction well. So they can mold her. (laughs) (laughs) I can fix you. You're dumb and empty-headed and follow directions well like Forrest Gump. You're a perfect soldier. (laughs) They just keep saying that she's got a lot of heart. (laughs) (laughs) The power Uh, of friendship. And she finishes the exercise, and they're like, oh, that was pretty good. Let's do it again. And then the secretary is like, "Mm, okay, I can train this child for murder. (laughs) <laughs> anyway War. that's episode two if anyone dies uh, on her watch it's uh, the blood is on your hands <laughs> oh. uh, so yeah episode three um we start out uh there we we have our next mission ah oh, oh boy uh fubuki's all nervous for the first mission briefing even though this is actually her second mission briefing i don't know why they mm-hmm. say it was the first but okay um, so we meet some new people, but who gives a shit? Who cares? <laughs> Moving on. So the secretary starts the briefing. Basically, uh, they're going to attack Island W, a strategic place. Uh, <laughs> Literally any other name. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, so basically, they're going to do a surprise attack, draw out some ships, blow them up, and then take the island. Cool. They're at the cafe after the briefing, and everyone, well, uh, Fubuki is super duper nervous because, oh boy, she's going to fuck up. She's going to fuck something up. We all know it. We all know it. But uh, everyone is being super encouraging, being like, hey, we're bringing you gifts and all these, uh, now what I can tell, are just like (laughs) in-game items that (laughs) just... Uh, g- uh, give money to like Zanga or whatever company made this. <laughs> um, but they, uh, the bully girls come in and are like, uh, only the ships that they think are gonna get sunk get gifts. <laughs> Fuck you, teammate. It's like, all right, <laughs> chill. Wow. Okay. Rude. Um, but, uh, her roommates keep encouraging her. Uh, so they're like, okay, we gotta get rest. Tomorrow's the big day. Uh, but Fubuki wakes up early to get some more training in. And, oh, Akagi is also out there. Uh, oh, they, they have some alone time. Ooh. <laughs> Are they going to smooch? No, they're going to throw some planes at some shit. Um, <laughs> See, I know this show is rough. It's so gay, and we don't care. Yeah. <laughs> We have yeah. no interest. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not gay in a meaningful way, so it's like, whatever. It's a surface level gay, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, going on a mission that night, uh, uh, Fubuki still can't hit a fucking target, but she's she has a lot of heart. Let's put her in danger's way. It's, it's fine. What's the worst that could happen? Yeah, she can't hit a motionless target. Let's put her <laughs> under enemy fire. Okay, cool. I genuinely um, have no depth perception. I think I'd do better than her. Yeah. <laughs> Akagi's like, hey, let me show you something. And and does her elegant bow draw, but closes her eyes at the last second, but still hits the target with her airplane. <laughs> um, it's just and, like Haikyuu. 
Anyway. <laughs> How uh, dare you, Sully Haikyuu's name I bring it into this episode. Oh, just uh, you wait. I have thoughts. Continue. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, so, yeah, uh, we... Uh, she gives uh, Fubuki the advice of uh, shoot true and you will never miss. Basically, follow your heart and you'll be good at shooting things. Okay. Sure. Just close your eyes and hope for the best. Yeah. Trust your instincts. Uh, don't. Yeah. Don't listen to all that fucking training you just got. Just follow <laughs> your heart. Okay. Um, and then we see roommate girl also followed and was like about to ask Akagi to go give her advice, but meh. And then we get a big, long uh, uh, speech on uh, fleet sisterhood and and sort of the, like, oh, uh, your teammates are your best asset, blah, 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 inspiring uh, vaguely gay romance uh, imagery <laughs> shows of girls cuddling in bed, but okay, whatever. It It's meaningless garbage. So. <laughs> but she makes sure to say, t- tell your teammates whatever you truly feel because tomorrow's never guaranteed hint hint (laughs) um but yeah so uh they all gather to launch and uh one of the girls is like hey um teammate uh i gotta talk to you after the mission because i'm in love with you but i'm not gonna say it now while i can you know the exact lesson that i just got (laughs) it's like i'll wait for you afterwards it's like why just say it now. <laughs> yeah. Fucking why? <laughs> my only note was, oh, who dropped all these death flags here? They're so it's, it's just filling up my room. <laughs> oh no! So, oh, uh, I can't hold them all. Crashed in the harbor. They're everywhere. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they go out. They go out and do uh, the recon at the island. They're just hiding in some fucking rocks off the coast. It's not it's at night though. They said it'd be a night mission. It's not yeah. at night. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do a night sneak attack, but let's send some ships in broad fucking daylight to their coastline. <laughs> like I don't understand. Oh God, it's so dumb. Uh, <laughs> but while they're doing recon, uh, uh, that girl who's gonna talk to the other girl after the mission is like, you know what? Why am I fucking waiting? Hey, other girl, I fucking love you. I love you. You're my uh, sister from another Mister. And- <laughs> Just a lot of uh, lovey-dovey stuff, you know, not listening for enemies, not being quiet, not no. anything stealthy, just, oh, I love you, no, I love you. Let me take this moment to loudly proclaim my love for you. <laughs> I wrote you a heavy metal song. <laughs> it shows my appreciation. Um but, oh, weird, uh, their daytime recon mission didn't go great because, oh, no, they're under attack. They were so clearly fucking visible. Who could have seen this coming? <laughs> Ugh. So they're under attack. They uh, We get, like, cuts to the command ship being, like, ooh, uh, strategizing. Um, but basically, these ships are retreating because... Yeah, they're compromised, so get out of there. Uh, try to be closer to reinforement. Man, uh, so I hate they, the teeth planes. I hate them so much. Yeah, <laughs> all the enemies fucking suck to look at. I hate them. <laughs> they're um, really veiny and teethy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
So uh, they retreat. They're being pursued by planes and boats. And oh, what's that? Oh, they sailed into a trap because they sail into other ships and planes and boats. Uh, oh, they're, oh, they're surprised oh, attack. They got surprised. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, they fight. Um, yeah, who cares? They fight. That, that's all you need to know because <laughs> what is going on? They're shooting. They're, they're shooting for an indeterminate amount of time. Um, we see the, the lovey-dovey girl uh, uh, is about to get a fucking missile to the brain, but uh, Fubuki like, jumps in the way and uh, uses her instinct to fire and actually is an asset right now in the nick of time. And they take out the big enemy ship and uh, they have reinforcements come in uh the the second fleet that whatever they get saved by some big titty girls whatever yeah the backup um so yeah they uh with the reinforcements fight off the enemy ships so all clear right cool all good Mm -hmm. except except for the extremely sneaky very on fire plane with a smoke trail (laughs) the one plane out in the middle of the fucking ocean on a clear day, black plane against a blue back. It's like, I don't know how you couldn't see it. <laughs> also, right before we get shots of it, it like keeps cutting back to like the best friend character and this character being like, remember your promise. It's like, promise to tell me when you get back. It's like, I wonder what's going to happen. <laughs> the oh, subtlety. Gee. Oh, uh, no. Uh, but yeah, so uh, uh, she gets got. She's oops. She's alone for whatever fucking reason. Like this, Isolated. there are now like three fleets involved in this, but she's just miles away from everyone else. And she's like, "Ah, oh, let me let me brush the hair out of my eyes. Let me let me do a quick rinse, dunk my head under the water. Ooh, refreshing." <laughs> and bomb, 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 bomb. Dead, 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 dead. Just killed. It only took one missile. Is like, yeah. <laughs> Just a one last fuck you attack, and, <laughs> and, and we're done. So, uh, love girl, we're back at base. Yeah, mission complete. It went fucking terrible, but we won, I guess. Um, <laughs> so, uh, the lovey dovey girls like Ooh, <laughs> after mission. The the one thing I was looking forward to uh, <laughs> had plenty of fucking time as I just lounged about the place, but ooh, let me confess some love. Let me go wait by the coastline for their ships to return. Uh, But then we get the commanders talking, being like, hey, um, should we tell them she's fucking dead? And they're like, nah, she'll find out. She'll find out. Don't worry. (laughs) Rude awakening It'll be hilarious. It It was like the flagship leader of the group being like, we don't know if they're gone. They're still looking for her. Immediately cut to the segregated ship telling the commander, like, we stopped looking for them. (laughs) Oh, yeah, she's fucking Like (laughs) The juxtaposition in some of these scenes had me genuinely laughing out loud of how hard it was. Just like, she's fucking dead. It's like, no, we still have hope. No, there's no hope. She's super dead. It's like, damn. (laughs) Uh, But, like, it's also (laughs) extremely drawn out. Oh, yeah. like, if it was, like, super juxtaposed like that, it'd be like, ah, that is a legitimately funny moment. But you just have to be like, no, the vague thing that they're going to talk about for this monologue is, nah, she's fucking dead. She's so dead. <laughs> when will my fleet girl come back from the war? <laughs> she's 
standing out on the cliffside. They sunk their battleship, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> and and that's where we end this uh, lovely show. I think this is genuinely the shortest episode we've done so far. <laughs> probably. Uh. Here's here's what yeah. I was thinking that'll probably upset you, Brendan. <laughs> this gave me Land of the Lustrous vibes if it was so much worse. <laughs> like, if nothing about Land of the Lustrous was intriguing or, like... <laughs> <laughs> like the characters were yeah like if the characters were just didn't matter unlikable because it's got all that like they stay in one place like everything they need is in one place they fight these weird alien creatures that are coming for them and they're you know whatever and then and the oh there was something else oh like this the, the specialized ranks yeah and yeah mm-hmm. i guess i mean they're all girls I didn't think of that, but no, you make good point. Like, yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> bare bones, very similar to it, actually. And I, yeah, uh, yeah, this is if Land me. of the Lustrous sucked. Yeah, exa- I mean, yeah, Land of the Lustrous is good, so I'm not upset. But yeah, it's, huh, <laughs> yeah. now that you make that comparison, I, wow, I can't not see that now. Hmm. Yeah, like, Land of the Lustrous has, like, intriguing, like, mysterious things. You care <laughs> about, like... What's going on? But with this stuff, it's just like, get the fuck out of the ocean. (laughs) That's all you have to do. Just leave these people alone. They're just (laughs) living their lives in the ocean, and you're ruining it. (laughs) Turns out the abyssal creatures weren't so bad after all. Yeah, you didn't have to bomb them all the time. (laughs) Stop doing that. (laughs) This is their water. They can't live on land. You're fine there. You don't even want to live here. You just want to swim out here sometimes. Fuck off. Yeah, they kept being like, these are our waters. And I'm like, what are you talking about? What are you using them for? (laughs) Why? Uh, uh, Oh, boy. Well, yeah. We already said no. We're not there. (laughs) That was like the first thing out of our mouths. (laughs) This is bad. (laughs) The streak is over. It's so weird. Because, like, watching it, I was just like, yeah, this is, like, just kind of boring. But, like, thinking back on it, it's like, yeah, none, like, everything sucked and nothing mattered. Because <laughs> so, it's so not got- like, it's not like an Itsudate My Santa, where, it's like, just it's just bad. fucking garbage. <laughs> like, this fun is garbage. just boring and nothing matters. <laughs> it's just following, it's just filling in those tropes with really nothing else added. It's just, it's a web browser game. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you guys don't want to play the tabletop RPG? There's a tabletop RPG? Apparently. Do I get uh, to make my own character? Because that would be interesting. <laughs> Design your own <laughs> battleship girl? Uh, yeah, if if we could take control of it and be like, okay, we're doing some fucking bonkers shit because <laughs> we're getting nothing wild. interesting happens in the show. What if we made, like, plot? That, yeah. that we could do. <laughs> I, I want to get that glass of water, but it's across the room. Let me shoot my bow and arrow s- slash biplane to go pick <laughs> it up for me and deliver it back to me. Uh, oh man! All right. Well, well uh, we had we had some fun. <laughs> I uh, to fill to fill the uh, <laughs> shortest episode we've done so far. Uh, I I have a I have a little game we can play. Oh so, yay! Uh, so we had a bunch of anthropomorphic uh, vehicle girls falling in love with each other. So 
I have a game for you called You Sank My Bad Old Ship. And oh. we are going to build some ships. We're going to ship some vehicles together. So <laughs> what I'm going to do, I have a list no. of uh, some vehicles that one of you is going to anthropomorphize. You're going to give them a personality based on their vehicle type. And the oh other is going to find either their perfect pair or, ooh, the sundry, like, uh, person who's going to, like, n- not seem to be their perfect the match. But romance. you know they're going to be smooching by the end. This is so much oh worse boy. than I thought the game was going to be, and I can't <laughs> wait. Uh, <clears throat> so, are you ready to play You Sank My Bad Old Ship? That fucking t- I you sure got am. You made that title and you worked back, didn't you? You thought yep, of that title. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a good title. Uh, so, first vehicle, uh, uh, I've... Uh, in in my days and doors, I've been feeling nostalgic for for the vehicle I recklessly rode as a child. Uh, uh, let's let's Brendan, you take this one. You anthropomorphize this one. Dana, you come up with the pair, and then we'll just flip flop each uh, vehicle. That sound good? Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. So first first up, we have an ATV, a four wheeler, whatever you call it. Basically, just a beefy motorcycle made for climbing mountains. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, let's see. There is a rock climbing anime about sports girls, so we'll get to that one day. So, but I'm thinking along those lines of like a jock, but like a lean build of a jock, definitely muscular, but not like swole, not bodybuilding. Uh, mm. Thinking determined because you got to get over those mountains. You got to get over that weird log. You got to. Get that four-wheeled motorized vehicle into a place God never intended it to be. But God damn it, it'll get there because I'm drunk and it's Sunday. <laughs> so, real determined, real athletic, um, kind of an idiot. Not not <laughs> not intentionally, not emotionally there, but not emotionally there just because it never thinks of relationships or romance or anything of that sort. So, just kind of oblivious. I'm making a himbo, aren't I? Yeah, I am. That's mm-hmm. perfect. Yeah, good I mean, way you to know. start. Look at an ATV and tell me that's not a himbo just built in. <laughs> <laughs> that's the himbo mobile if I've ever seen one. Uh, yeah, I think I think that'll be a determined, athletic, sporty, and kind of oblivious at times. All right, perfect. perfect. So Dana, what what type of vehicle and what personality do you think would or would not pair? I'm going with the vehicle I currently drive, a 2006 uh. Toyota Sienna, Ooh. which is a minivan. <laughs> um, and it is like, it's just like this round, inviting car. And the way I see it is that this is the ATV's best friend. She would mm. do anything for this ATV. She goes to every like rock climbing <laughs> competition. <laughs> she makes her meals the night before. I just imagine she's... a minivan out in a fucking mountain somewhere, like <laughs> on the mountain. You go. She. Yeah. She's like deeply in love with this ATV girl, and it's perfect that you made her oblivious because <laughs> it would go right over her head. She'd be like, I hope you do well at the competition today, ATV. And the ATV would be like, Fuck yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks, babe. Yeah. So that's literally as soon as you said ATV, Wait. I was like, It's gotta be something completely different. <laughs> and maybe maybe the ATV is a little more compact. 
and the minivan can fold the seats down in the back so we can actually carry the ATV in the back and like care for it and take it around. I'm way more invested in this fictional couple we we made in two seconds than the show. Uh, This is incredible. Everyone get ready for Cars 4. Oh, give me the fan. You know what? Let me find some artists. I'll fucking commission this work. I'll pay for this. (laughs) All right. Well, don't get too ahead of yourself because we got some more ships to make. (laughs) So next up, Dana, uh, going Mm -hmm. with a, a bigger vehicle carrying stuff around. Your vehicle is a UPS truck. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. interesting. Okay, okay, okay. So <laughs> I would say that the UPS truck, this is a dude. This is a big dude. Boy and bro- brown. He's, he's very, he's very Takeo from my love story. Ooh, he cares okay. very much about That's other people. That's where I thought you he's, would go with this. <laughs> very square. Yep, he's, he's always <laughs> doing stuff for other people because that's that's a UPS truck. It carries packages. It delivers packages all day. Mm-hmm. Um, he works very hard. I would say this is like an older dude, and he like he loves his job, but God, it's exhausting. And he's like the nicest dude, but sometimes he just wants someone to do something for him, recognize his hard work. You know, okay. I think I think that's about it. Oh, beautiful, very okay. touching. Just. Just someone to appreciate all the labor that goes into the everyday life. So, exactly, Brendan. a blue-collar worker. <laughs> uh, so, Brendan, how how would you set up this uh, this hardworking individual? I I want to get into specifics. I know nothing about cars, so make a mod <laughs> is going to be rough for me. Um, I'm imagining one of those. Let's go with 2009. Let's go sedan, um, and it's those older cars that kind of don't look like they're for anyone. It's like purely functionality. But then some kid goes on the internet and watches uh, Need for Speed Tokyo Drift too one too many times and tricks it out with like mm. a be- like a spoiler <laughs> on the back and like spinning wheels. And it's like my car is like the best make for speed and drifting. And it's like that's not what this was for. You're just trying to convince yourself that it's a cool car because it's the only <laughs> way you can afford one of those. So he like tricks it out. And he uses it for uh, Uber Eats. He uses it for, like, those, like, delivery <laughs> services that just random people do and not, like, an actual company so they can cheat him out of benefits. Uh, so it's Correct. one of those. So it's, like, he's, like, we're in the same line of work. We both do deliveries. You're, like, corporate. And, like, I'm, like, freelance. I do my own stuff. And it's, like, the cool <gasps> edgy guy. And uh, he's he sees the UPS truck as, like, a rival. And it's, like, competing with them. Like, I can be just <gasps> oh, as good, man. too. Uh, whereas the UPS is like, I just like the company. I don't see this as a rivalry, but it's fun to hang out, you know, see the energy from the youngster. And then um, the Uber Eats car uh, is always a little behind. It'll make some deliveries quicker. Mm. It might get stuck in traffic because it doesn't know the back routes. Um, it doesn't have as good customer service with some of them because it's just dropping off and running away real quick. It might just drop it off the mailbox and not tell the person. And then the food goes bad. Um, so not the <laughs> Very best track. Tortoise just like in a the real hair. tortoise in the hair mm-hmm, situation. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah, exactly. Hey. <laughs> but then when push comes to shove, the UPS truck will teach the Uber Eats driver like a little stuff like, hey, you got to be courteous. You got to be consistent with this and like teach them a little life lessons. And then when the UPS truck is, you know, tired, it's been... It's the holiday season. It's been a long week. Mm, mm-hmm. The Uber Eats car will drop off some food for free. Be like, this one's on uh, me, pal. Uh, and give him a little treat and show that he cares a little. 
Ah, oh, finally wow. giving him the appreciation he's looking for in his life. Oh, yeah. beautiful. This one's a slow burn. This one's a slow burn. It, it takes a while, but he gets there. It's it's good. Yeah, this is over the course of a series. So, uh, oh my uh, god, buckle up. <laughs> they're both at the the automatic. They're both at the shop getting repaired, and it's like the bathhouse episode <laughs> where they're relaxing and getting repaired and just like soaking in a tub together. Oh my yeah, God. when they first meet, uh, UPS truck is like, ooh, my tired bones, I just need to rest. But uh, the uh, the Uber Eats car is like, oh, yeah, look, I'm, I'm getting just getting up. all these, like, sick spoilers and yeah, look yeah. At these rims, just getting all the new mods. So that's uh, that's their meat cute. Oh. <laughs> wow. I, all right. Fuck, I want fan art. <laughs> this is so good. It's good shit. Okay, so next up we have uh, Brendan. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're we're all from the LA area. We're all very familiar with this next uh, vehicle, I guess. Uh, I want mm-hmm. you to anthropomorphize uh, a street vendor hot dog grill cart. Oh, I thought you were gonna say a, <gasps> oh, a lime scooter. Um, okay, hot dog <laughs> cart. Here we go. Here we go. I'm I'm trying hard not to just pick tropes and characteristics I like. And just like fall into the same <laughs> stuff, so I'm like consciously like not no more himbos. Um, streak hot dog. Yeah, comparatively, okay. this is a this is kind of a little fella. This is a little fella, mm-hmm. but he's exotic. He, he's or eccentric. He's got like he's got big personality. You know, big personality. But it's it's the guy with a lot of gumption. Of like he's mm. got to draw your attention. He's got a lot of little knickknacks. He's got a lot of flair because you got to pull your attention away from just. The restaurants or like a vending machine. So he's got to give, got to give you something you can't get anywhere else, and it's got a lot of charm mm. to it. But you feel like you might be getting hustled a little bit. Like I feel like seven dollars shouldn't be for a hot dog. But like, <laughs> he's fun. He's a fun guy. You know what? <laughs> I mean, you know, I'll give him seven dollars. I'll give him a little tip extra. You know what? He makes it interesting. He makes it. He makes it worth my while. And mm-hmm. you know, it's got a little spice in there too. There's something in that hot dog you can't find anywhere else. Like that's only at that hot dog cart. So he's got some sort of secret sauce, secret recipe or something that brings you back every time. And, oh, God, now I'm just missing the taco lady. It used to be outside of my work. I fucking miss you, taco Aww. lady. You <laughs> fucking champ. Uh, anyway. Hope you're doing all right, taco lady. <laughs> I literally, I will pay hard money to employ her outside of my apartment. I'll just kill her or everything. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, he's got a lot of little tchotchkes and knickknacks. I'm imagining, like, I don't know, maybe like a John Candy, but, like, smaller. <laughs> Ooh. Like he's got that big personality, but he's like also like mm. it's not obnoxious. You know, you won't spend all day out there on the corner with him, but like you'll spend your full lunch. You'll enjoy your time with him. I love that. Just just your John Candy daddy. <laughs> <laughs> John Candy hot dogs. <laughs> uh, Dana, do you have a a perfect match for this this uh, lovely vendor? No, Raul Julia. Of course I Sorry. do. <laughs> So, my perfect match for this little hot dog vendor thingy <laughs> is a little petite two-door Fiat. Ooh. And she is, like, she's, like, a little business lady. She's, like, young, but she, like, broke into the game early. Ooh, nice, nice. And she's, like, always fast-paced, always moving. And the day she meets this hot dog vendor is a day where she just didn't have time to eat. And she meets this hot dog vendor and she just is completely charmed. And she's just like, wait a minute. I can't, I can't have feelings for this. This is not right because I am businesswoman. (laughs) 
but she I love the Hallmark movie you're making right now. Exactly. She keeps she keeps going back and he just teaches her the joys of everyday life. He points out the birds, like they meet in a park and like skip stones somehow, even though they don't have hands. <laughs> he points out that the birds aren't actually natively from here and just knows way too much about these birds. And it's like, ah, oh, they travel and they're uh, the sparrows. <laughs> he bird watches. He's a bird watcher. <laughs> but yeah, she's just like, she's just this cute little thing. And like people in the office, like don't respect her, but he does. Oh. <laughs> He's, He's like, wow, you're a businesswoman? That's amazing. I can't even I can't even believe that. And then, oh, and then oh, at the oh. end, they start a beautiful hot dog business together. <gasps> oh. They open up a, a brick and mortar store. All oh. right. Okay. That's better than a Hallmark talking. movie. The man respecting the woman? They would never. <laughs> oh. Not in my Hallmark. <laughs> oh. Oh, that is beautiful. Brings a tear to my eye. Oh, and the building looks like the hot dog cart. It's like a bigger version. Oh, that'd be fun. Beautiful. I love it. Uh, all right. We have two more. Uh, next one we have... Oh boy. Uh, uh, Dana, can you mm-hmm. please uh, tell me about our good friend, the camera drone? Oh, my oh. God. These are all vehicles. Mm-hmm. Shit. Okay. Get the yeah, fuck out of here. You, that's a little guy. It's a little yeah, one. you've you've seen their work in every movie or uh, <laughs> uh, reality show where they just have like a weird aerial shot for no reason. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah. paid for it have to justify the cost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this guy, he he, I imagine yes, he is in the entertainment industry, and people think he's so cool, but deep down he's like extremely insecure, and he's like, I. I gotta make these cool shots and like half the time they don't turn out good and they're like, what the fuck is wrong with you, camera drone guy? I thought you were cool. And he's like, no, I promise I am. But he really, he wants to direct. (laughs) (laughs) He wants his creative vision to get out there into the world and he's got big ideas and he, he keeps like a whole like file drawer full of like really cool like fantasy scripts but like no one wants to read them because they're like nah dude come on you know you're the best camera in town those when you get a good shot those are the best shots yeah you're 4k baby don't waste your talents behind the scenes we need you right there in the action exactly okay all right beautiful tortured artist not Mm -hmm. getting their full potential out there all right, Brendan, do you have a pair for this? This is tortured soul. <laughs> let me get let me get something good. Let me... All right, well, that doesn't work. Cars all look the same. Fuck cars. I don't get it. Yeah, anyway. it doesn't need to be a car. It can be any any sort of vehicle. No, I got something. Uh, mostly because I don't know what else would work with this. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with the 2013 Jeep Grand Cherokee. Let's go with that. Mm. Ooh. Real woodsy sort of gal. Real naturist. And she doesn't give two shits about Hollywood or the industry. Because honestly, why would you? It's not great. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she's out there in the Pine Barrens in the great redwood forest. And she meets this guy. He's on a shot on location somewhere. And they bump into yeah. her, traveling the trails. And they get talking a bit when he's on his break and isolated by himself. So she doesn't know he's part of the crew doing all this bullshit that's disrupting nature in the forest area. And she's looking at some of his stuff, and she's like, you do good work. You got good stuff. Nature. Plenty of stuff in nature. 
fly around, get some of those shots, aerial <laughs> shots. You want a vulture? You want a vulture's nest up on a cliffside that's two miles up from the ground? We need you. That's you. You can do that, drone. You can fly Ooh. up there. Ooh, so I not- can. I, can I make a proposal? Sure. Mm. So. Uh, camera drone was sent out on location to get some like B-roll shots of just like find like the most beautiful nature thing. But mm-hmm. he's just lost in the woods, can't find anything. But when he meets uh, this jeep, uh, she's like, "Hey, let me let me show you all the scenic, beautiful shots that you city slicker wouldn't know." And takes him <laughs> to some like beautiful waterfalls, and it's ooh all the perfect footage he needs. So he's like, "Ooh, there's there's beauty out there. There's natural beauty." And, and she can show me. Ooh, what if what I if love one, it. the drone's out on location trying to get some of those shots? Clips a branch. Maybe a rock falls down. It. <gasps> Maybe even a bird flies back and uh, flies up and attacks it. They do train hawks to take down drones now. That's a mm. weird thing that we have to oh, live dear. with in this day and age. <laughs> um, and it gets injured. Who stumbles upon it? I love the that. G- 2013 Jeep Grand Cherokee. She nurses them back to hell. Everything about this is Fixes good. the rotors. I also... This is definitely a very, very large buff girlfriend, very small skinny boyfriend ooh, situation. Ooh. Big girl, yeah. small man. <laughs> yeah, lumberjack and they just were film school nerd. <laughs> yep. Oh, God. Because, <laughs> yeah, cheap is huge compared to drone. <laughs> that means <sense. laughs> The drone can also fit inside the cheap. <laughs> a wink. Wink. <laughs> oh boy, oh, on that God. note, uh, changing the subject. Uh. <laughs> okay, we have one more. Uh, uh, sorry, who was that? Brendan. Yeah. Yes. This one has a lot. Ooh, just perfect for dramatization. A lot of history, a lot going on with this one. So, end of World War II. They oh. were designing a new plane to bring supplies, oh. but... Oh, the war ended before it could be used. It was only flown once and then retired because it it no longer served a purpose. I want you to personify the wooden plane, the spruce goose. Oh, Wait. wow. All right, I'm going to need some visual with this, so give me a second. Yeah. I gotta, I'm a visual learner. I need uh, some story to the spruce goose. All right, all right, all right. God, what a... Weird idea for playing. <laughs> what a fucking fool, Dugan. <laughs> All right. I'm thinking, obviously, a little older, a little more seasoned. Uh, thinking motherly, sending those care packages, taking care of those boys of blue, fighting the good fight across seas. Mm. Very caring. Um, isn't afraid to dabble in the aquatics. I see the little, like, uh, plane uh, legs that uh, can go in the water. <laughs> I don't know those words. Tunes. Yeah, little pontoons. <laughs> Um, I mean, I know we just did cheap. I'm thinking a big old lady, though. Just a real tall, like, six-something lady. Um, <laughs> very caring. Um, she's out there. She Back in her heyday, back in her prime, she was said to be the all-star. She was the Shonen mm-hmm. Jump protagonist. She was going to be the star. <laughs> and then got sideswiped by the real protag. That ended up the underdog from the other series that ended up wrapping the the plot up early, and it's like catching mm. everyone off guard. She was going to be the the model student that was going to get all straight A's, and the underdog steals that scholarship right from under her. Um, but she's not resentful. It was a gro- it was a growing moment for her. She learned not mm. to take satisfaction in material achievements and in what others put on top of her, but into find find enjoyment and happiness from her own 
activities and growth. And she finds wow. that from from taking care of care pack, dropping off care packages, just postal delivery service, maybe cross country, maybe dropping off a lot of water on a forest fire, anything that needs a lot of storage and quick travel on a plane. She'll take care <laughs> of it. But, you know, it's nothing. It'll never be as big as what she was going to be. And uh, she learns to accept that in some of her older years, in her twilight years. Ooh. Yeah. Beautiful. Finding finding grace in your age and the job you're best suited for, not what you were destined for. Oh, yeah. Wonderful. Dana, do you have a mate for this this plane? <laughs> so here's the thing. Just that sentence. I kind of want to go a different direction with this one. Mm, this is going to be okay. a different kind of love, okay? Mm. Not romantic. Still, sh- ships come in many forms. Mm-hmm. Sure. So the the vision I had for this was one of those, uh, I don't know if it's ca- called like a tram or what, the things that bring luggage to planes Ooh. at the airport. Ooh. All right. This, yeah. okay. this person. So, so they are extremely competitive and they just want to like be their best. And they, they come across the spruce goose kind of by accident one day, like they get lost in their thoughts. Like they're having like a stress, a stressful Panicking. day. Yeah. And the spruce goose sees them. And she's like, hey, what's wrong, little little guy? And and they just, like, unload all of this stuff on her. And she's just like, hey, hey, you know what? I can carry that load. You know why? Because it's what I was built for. <laughs> hey She's got a good sense of humor. So, she's a fun lady. Yeah. yeah. Can handle all your baggage. <laughs> yeah. So this is definitely more of, like, a parental relationship. And she just, like, teaches them to, like value what they've got don't work too hard because like in the end if you're trying to impress people like you can't control <sighs> what they're gonna think of you Wait, I you got can it. only value yourself okay okay so it's a primal relationship right it's, it's yeah. not like a traditional shit romantic shit so spruce goose mother to ups truck baggage <gasps> cart sibling to uber eats they go on family <gasps> dinners they spend time together <laughs> The two are in a relationship. The two are just getting together paternal figure relation, uh, child dynamic. Oh, boy. Wow. Uh, I, the we've universe connected it. I want to see and this their favorite restaurant is the hot dog restaurant. <laughs> it's a hot dog restaurant. They go to the hot dog cart. <laughs> God, uh, bringing it all together. We really came full circle. <laughs> this is so much better than getting coffee. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I could do this for hours with uh, all kinds of inanimate objects. <laughs> Tell us whatever you want to me. We got plenty of time. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, we'll we'll leave it there for today. Just a bunch of ideas that are way better than the shit we actually watched. <laughs> uh, I'm happy I picked it, though. We got this out of it. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. uh, something good happened uh, out of it. <laughs> sure, mm-hmm. we're like six, seven years after the show's release. Finally, some good came of it. <laughs> some, something good finally emerged out of this. Uh, all right. Well, next week, we're going to be a little bit more topical than this uh, 2014 show. Uh, hey, it's topical for me. <laughs> uh, what's that? Beep, 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 beep. Oh, oh, oh it's award season, <gasps> I guess. Ooh. For anime? Okay. <laughs> I suppose. Uh, uh, the the Crunchyroll Anime Awards were just announced, and we are going to watch what was named uh, the 
2020 anime of the year, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. Hell yeah. I've been watching this <laughs> on my own free time. It's great. <laughs> I know nothing about it except a bunch of people voted it's good, so <laughs> I'm going to be very disappointed when it's bad. Hopefully we can trust the people. <laughs> Haven't before, can now. <laughs> but if there's a show you, the listener, would like us to watch, you can send your recommendations to us. Our email is areweebthereyet at gmail.com, or you can reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram, areweebthereyet on both. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Patrick Dugan, and listen to my fiction podcast, Echoed Locations. You can find me on Instagram at honey.d, on Twitter at honeyd8 and honeydart, and on Twitch at honey underscore d. And honey is spelled H-U-N-N-I-E. Nice. You can find me on Twitter at A-B-T-S-Brendan. It stands for Almost Better Than Silence, which is a video game podcast I also do. Unfortunately, a lot less car shipping. Mm. <laughs> time, time to start. Uh... Thank you to Camille Ruley for her artwork. Thank you to Louis Zong for her theme song stories. You can find all of Louis's music at louisong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime. I feel so much better now. Great, date me a boat. 